It's Tuesday, March 20, 2012. If some of these folks were around when Columbus set sail, they, they would not have believed that the world was round. Obama mocks Republican clean energy obstructionists. It's the official start of spring, but it's already summer in the U.S., meaning more sex for pine beetles. Huh? Yep. The electric highway opens in Oregon. Plus... I thought it must be true until I found out what it costs. Oil Senator James Inhofe reveals real reason he's a climate change denier. All of that and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. A regulator would have shut down the Wright brothers for their dust pollution. And the government would have banned Thomas Edison's light bulb. Oh yeah, they just did. Oh yeah, no they didn't. Of course, you couldn't be expected to know that, Mitt Romney. You're only running for President of the United States. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Des, it's the first day of spring. <laughs> yes, it is. And yet, in a lot of the country, especially in the Midwest, it feels like the middle of summer. We are looking at seven straight days of 80-plus degree weather in my old hometown of St. Louis, where there used to be snow on the ground this time of year, and where they are heading to the polls this week in Illinois. Yeah, we're going to have more on that in a moment. But first, an expert on Thomas Edison has slammed Mitt Romney for those statements he made about Thomas Edison and his campaign speech at the University of Chicago on Monday. Of course, neither of Romney's statements about the Wright brothers or light bulbs remotely resemble the truth. There are no regulations of crop dust, and of course, Edison's incandescent light bulbs have not been banned. <laughs> They've just been upgraded so they don't waste so much energy. You mean the front runner for the president of the United States is simply making things up? Pretty much like the rest of the Republican Party. The Washington Post reports the director of the Thomas Edison Collection at Rutgers University says that actually new government regulations were what spurred his development of the incandescent light bulb. Go figure. President Obama mocked that anti-innovation stance by the Republican presidential candidates at a speech last week in Maryland. They dismissed solar power. They make jokes about biofuels. They were against raising fuel standards. I guess they like gas guzzlers. They think that's good for our future. They, they, they probably would have agreed with one of the pioneers of the radio who said, uh, Television won't last. It's a flash in the pan. And indeed, energy innovation in America is ramping up in spite of that obstructionism. Over the weekend, the first leg of the West Coast Electric Highway has opened in Southern Oregon. The Electric Highway has fast-charging battery stations for electric vehicles every 25 miles, and within the next five years will extend along the entire 1,600-mile length of Interstate 5 from the Canadian to the Mexican border. And yet, I still don't have an electric car. What the? Tuesday, March 20th, marks the spring equinox, the official astronomical beginning of spring, and coincidentally also is the GOP primary in Illinois, which is currently in the grip of the freakish March heat wave that is smashing long-standing records across the eastern half of the nation. O'Hare Airport is seeing a record seventh straight day of 80-degree temperatures, which has never happened before in March. Dr. Jeff Masters of Weather Underground says this mutant heat wave is shaping up to be one of the most extreme heat events in U.S. history. And also one of the most ignored issues 
in that GOP primary in Illinois. The heat wave is part of a long-term trend that climate scientists have warned for decades would lead to more extreme weather like unusual heat waves. The trend toward warmer winters is also having the effect of increasing the population of destructive pine beetles that have infested and killed millions of trees across vast stretches of forests in North America. Researchers in the Rocky Mountains recently documented that warmer winters are enabling pine beetles to reproduce more rapidly. Now, with two generations in a single season instead of just one. And if you drive through, as we do, uh, Interstate 70 through Colorado, where it used to be beautiful green pine trees, you see vast swaths of dead pines as far as the eye can see that the pine beetle has just destroyed up there. Finally, Senator James Inhofe, Republican of Oklahoma, who calls the science of global warming a worldwide hoax and conspiracy, accidentally revealed the real reason he's a climate change denier in an interview last week with Rachel Maddow. Hint, it's not because of the science. Do you realize I was actually on your side of this issue when I was chairing that committee and I first heard about this? I thought it must be true until I found out what it cost. So he believed in the science until he found out how much it would cost to do something about it. And how much it would cost his campaign donors. Got it. And just for the record, Senator Inhofe's primary campaign donors are the oil and gas industry. Who to thunk it? You can read about all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today at our website, greennews.bradblog.com. You can download us anytime via iTunes. You can listen to us on your mobile device via Stitcher. And you can follow us 24-7 on the Twitters at Green News Report. From bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report.